Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You are listening to this is Cruise Radio Rewind. Real reviews from real cruisers. Cruise Radio Rewind, weekend edition. We didn't get to catch up with Sherry Laskin with Cruise News on Thursday because it was Thanksgiving here in the U.S., So Sherry is standing by. We're going to catch up with her and see what's going on in the cruise world. And also, we're going to use her years of experience in the travel industry to break down these Cyber Monday cruise deals and see how good they really are. Before we get to Sherry, don't forget about the Cruise Radio News, our daily quick hits of the news. You can find that Monday through Friday where you listen to your favorite podcast. Just search Cruise Radio News. All right, it's our weekly hangout time with Sherry Laskin from CruiseMaven.com. Hey, Sherry. Hi, Doug. Kicking off cruise news with a tragic story. A accident in Belize City killed a few cruise passengers. Yeah. So while on an independent tour in Belize, seven guests traveling with Carnival Vista were involved in a bus accident. And it was just reported now that two Carnival Vista passengers were killed and five more Carnival Vista guests were injured. So a total of seven fatalities were reported. And that number also includes now two passengers from MSC Maravilla. Local reports indicate that the van filled with tourists had just left Jaguar Paw when the collision occurred. Among the seven fatalities, three were residents of Belize. Four other MSC cruises passengers were taken to hospital and treated for injuries. Carnival Vista continued on to Cozumel. Wow. Yeah, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with them and their families. Um, Norwegian Encore was christened last week in Miami. Yeah, it was christened last week at Port Miami. Kelly Clarkson of Idol fame was the godmother. And after the release of the bottle of champagne, it did successfully break against the hull of the ship. So there won't, knock on wood, won't be any bad luck. Kelly Clarkson then went on to entertain, as did the cast of Kinky Boots, which is the main production event on the ship. And there were other performers who entertained all the guests too. And these uh, performers are permanent entertainment fixtures aboard the Encore, which also includes uh, Beatles cover band. The next day, um, Norwegian Encore set out on a three-day preview cruise. And right after that, it began its regular seven-night Caribbean itineraries. And you were on that three-day preview cruise, right? Yeah, and we got to check out the expanded addition to Great Syrup Key. It's called Silver Cove, and it's pretty much like the Haven, but on land. So it has the big brown gates with security there where you need an armband to go into. And there's villas there. So there's studio villas, one-bedroom and two-bedroom villas. And they're say they're planning on building a dock there. So if they're building one- and two-bedroom villas and a dock, something tells me overnights might not be too far away. You know, I think we were just saying that, too, about um, Coco Key also, right? Mm -hmm. One of them um, where it looks like the next thing they can do to outdo another cruise line is to have overnights. 
Well, and it makes sense, right? Because if you look at the photos on – I put a gallery up on cruiseradio.net, and these – you don't need these kind of villas for six hours <laughs> at Great Stirrup K, you know, Key, you know? <laughs> So I think we're going to see some big things coming out of Great Stirrup in the not-so-distant future. Oasis of the Seas is back in Florida after a major dry dock. Yeah, and this has been one of my all-time favorite Royal Caribbean ships. So at a cost of $165 million in a little over two months' time, Oasis of the Seas has returned from dry dock, as you mentioned, and is in Port Miami. I'll go through some of the improvements and additions so you'll find Portside Barbecue, which is Royal Caribbean's first entry into the at-sea barbecue restaurant world. And more food and dining options include Playmakers Sports Bar. They have the Bionic Bar with the robot bartenders. El Loco Fresh has made-to-order Mexican tacos, burritos, and some other um, assortment of food. And if you have a sweet tooth or if your family does, and if you want to get your kids really wound up, go over to Sugar Beach because they have over 220 different types of candies. Um, Some of the other improvements, they've um, increased the kids' space. There's an outdoor patio for teens and just more play areas in general to have just more space for the kids to run around and uh, parents to get a little break. (laughs) Outdoors on the pool deck, you'll find an expanded aqua park. They've put in the Ultimate Abyss water slide and that trio of super fast 10-story water slides called the Perfect Storm. And, of course, they put in the Lime and Coconut Pool Bar. Um, Entertainment venues have been added. So they've got the uh, karaoke theater with their two private karaoke rooms. There's a live music venue, a glow-in-the-dark laser tag. Um, The Aqua Theater has a new show, which should be pretty thrilling. I love watching that. And just more changes altogether. And I could go on and on, but I guess you're going to have to see it for yourself. The panoramic suites look really cool, too. What was there at one point? It was the Diamond Lounge, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the Diamond Lounge. You know, they just couldn't figure out what to do with the overflow. So they had the Diamond Lounge, and you knew that was going to go at some point because sometimes it was crowded, sometimes it wasn't. So, yeah, it's a great location. I'm very curious to see how this ship is going to handle during sea days because I sailed Allure of the Seas a few years ago and there was some congestion points. And during this major refurb, they added four dozen, actually over four dozen new staterooms. So I'm curious how that will impact the flow of the ship. Yeah, and that I mean, I do remember standing in line in some really, really warm ports trying to get back on the ship, even with the two entries. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still wait. But, you know, it's a really neat ship and, and just it's just charming. That and the Allure are my two favorites. Yeah, and when she debuted in 2009, she went to the Guinness Book of World Records for, like, the first cruise ship over 200,000 tons, the hollow middle center of the ship, just, like, so groundbreaking on so many levels. It is. When it came out in 2009, and it was just in every magazine, every newspaper, every travel section – how you know it was it was groundbreaking and um, even though it was just um, the mariner times three as far as you know size and capacity it's still a neat ship and then the allure in december of 10 which i think they they made that ship like what about a foot longer at the bow just to say that's now the largest ship in the world but everybody loves the oasis so we'll have to see how how the traffic pattern uh, turns out The godmother of Carnival Panorama has finally been named. Yeah, it is. So this was last minute. Um, Vanna White 
has been named godmother of the Carnival Panorama. The naming ceremony will happen, like you said, uh, next month on December 10th in Long Beach, California. And interestingly enough, both Vanna White and Carnival Cruise Lines are heavily involved in supporting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So there's a little bit of a connection there. I don't know um, why it took a long time to announce the name, and I don't know when actually she was given the uh, the option. But, you know, can't have a better cause than St. Well, it's hard to have a better cause than St. Jude Children's Hospital, in uh, my opinion. Staff writer Richard Sims recently had a chance to interview Vanna White about becoming godmother of Carnival Panorama and how she felt about it. Play clip two. I was honored. I am so honored to serve as the official godmother for this beautiful Carnival Panorama ship. And then he asked her what her favorite part of cruising is. Play clip five. I love that I don't have to unpack every day and I can be in a different place every single day and go back to my room and the next day I wake up and I'm in a new place. (laughs) And all the activities and all the, the food and all the nice people that you meet. It's just, I don't even know how to describe it other than... It's a wonderful experience. When I heard this next question, my jaw dropped. He asked Vanna White, when walking around Carnival Panorama, will you be wearing pumps or flats? (laughs) Play clip number seven. Well, probably pumps, although I would prefer to wear flats because (laughs) I'm sure I'm going to be running all over the ship. So maybe maybe they'll let me put on some flats in between uh, when I'm going from one, one place to the other. And there you have it. I wonder if Carnival will ever email me again to do an interview after that one. But a big thank you to Carnival Cruise Line for the interview and Richard Sims doing the interview while I was gone. I really appreciate it. You know, she sounds like a very sweet lady, Sherry. Yeah, she does. And she's always smiling. So, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm thinking she's just as nice as she sounds. And in 30 years, she's never worn the same dress twice. I didn't know that. That's interesting. <laughs> yes. I wonder well, who the designers have been over the course of three decades, right? We'll have to ask her in a couple of weeks. Uh, Moving on here, construction began on Holland America's new ship. Yeah, so it's a milestone for Holland America's new Rhindam, and it took place near Venice, Italy. The keel-laying ceremony was held at Fincantieri Shipyard for this next Pinnacle-class ship, which is sister to Koningsdam and New Statendam. So this celebrated first block weighed in at over 500 tons, It was carefully lowered into place by two enormous cranes and is one of the main sections of the new 2,680 passenger ship. So congratulations for the new rundown. What do you think about their new ships? Well, I'm partial to Koningsdam and Statendam now, except for the little Mazdam. Um, Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a departure. I like where they're going with it. And there's just, I feel like there's more openness. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's what I like about it. I mean, they're you know I love the music venues, but on those two ships and now on the the new ship, um, you just feel like it's a little bit. You're not as you know sequestered into small smaller areas, though none of it ever feels like you're you know uh, strapped for space. Uh, I I just like the openness of these two ships and now the third. New itineraries coming to Carnival Fascination out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yeah, right. So Carnival Fascination is a new seven-day Southern Caribbean itinerary that will depart from San Juan in 2021. So ports on the seven-day cruises could include Antigua, Dominica, Grenada, and Tortola, plus the usual St. Thomas, Barbados, and St. Martin, depending on the departure date. 
So in total, Carnival Fascination will have 13 of these deep Southern Caribbean cruises going out between May and December of 2021. There is one more talking point here, but I'm going to hold off on it, Sherry, until next week because we don't really have a lot of information on San Juan privatizing one of their docks and Royal Caribbean supposedly altering some itineraries because of it. They're reporting one thing. Royal Caribbean's PR department is reporting another thing. So hopefully we'll dig into this more and have more on it on next week's episode of Cruise Radio. Listener question here is from Linda and Dave in Utah. With so much Cyber Monday cruise deal hype, how do I know if I'm getting the best deal? Well, Linda and Dave, uh, the first thing I have to say is you absolutely have to do your homework, um, which I've been doing for the, last, for the last three days. So while I'm not going to say that um, many of these deals are like a bait and switch, you know, it d- depends on which cruise line you choose. And then you really have to stop and think and uh, examine the options. So, for example, when a cruise line already offers free drink packages, free Wi-Fi, and other freebies based on the category that you book, it's really no bargain when the Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals say you'll get free drink packages and all those other little perks that come with that. Um, onboard credits are always nice, so I would kind of look for that, unless, of course, the cost of the cruise seems to be a little bit higher than usual in order to compensate for the onboard credits. So you got to, you know, sort of figure out how much sounds like a good amount. You know, if it's an exorbitant amount, but you're getting $50 on work credit, it might not be such a good deal. I do think, this is just my personal opinion, um, reduced deposits are a good thing, especially if you don't want to tie up a lot of your money on a cruise that's maybe 18 months out. You know, the cruise line's getting the, the interest on your money, so Reduced deposits are nice. There's this this one caught my attention, a $5 stateroom upgrade. This is coming from Carnival. Um, and I this got my attention because the first thing I thought of was, wow, I can book an inside and for five bucks go to an ocean view. Now that's just, you know, it's mm-hmm. like being stupid. But you know, the way it works, it's a two-category upgrade from within whatever category you book. So, uh, for example, if I get the letters right, like a 4F to a 4H, something of that nature. But you know what? It got my intention. And once it did that, I just kept looking around trying to find a good deal. So, you know, if I was actually in the mood to book, maybe that wouldn't even matter if it was a two-category rather than, you know, a jump from inside Ocean View or better. And also be sure and read the cruise line's terms and conditions because a lot of these reduced deposits are non-refundable. You know, it's not so horrible if it's a $1 deposit, but if it's a $400 deposit and it's non-refundable, non-transferable, and you don't read the fine print and it's pretty tiny print, um, Mm -hmm. you could be in for a surprise. Another hook I found... And if I'm going on, Doug... No, please keep going. This is great information because I agree with you with the Carnival thing. Totally bait and switch. $5 upgrades. Then you think, okay, I can book a ocean view and get upgraded to a balcony for $5. Nope, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I, I almost figured you'd have to book like the top of the inside and then 5 bucks would get you the lowest of an ocean view. But sure. it's not, nothing like that at all. Mm. Another hook is uh, free airfare. So you do need to check um, check this out or ask your travel agent to check this out with the various cruise selling sites. You know, there's a we know a bunch of them. And just take note of what the cost of the airfare is and the cruise price. So what I did find is that some of the upscale cruise lines will let you deduct the value of the free airfare if you don't want it. 
and apply it to reduce the cost of your cruise. And if that's the case, and if you travel on points, I think that's an excellent way to knock down the cost of the cruise. Again, make sure that they're not, you know, increasing the price just to have you think you're getting a good deal. Um, and also, what always and always know what the cruise line will do if the price of your cruise should drop before final payment. Doesn't matter what a good deal you get. Um, during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, hardly any cruise lines anymore will reprice your existing stateroom at the lower fare. Now, if it's before final payment and you're not really, you know, you're not totally hooked on the stateroom that you have already booked, sometimes it's easier just to cancel and rebook it at the lower rate as long as you're not penalized, which would have to be before final payment. Now, there's a good chance you're going to lose your onboard credits or any other things that were given to you during the promotion, but you have to weigh the cost difference. You know, if mm-hmm. if you're getting a $100 onboard credit, well, you'll lose that, but you'll save $200 if you rebook your stateroom, um, you know, before your final payment goes through. Um, you'll make it up with lower fare. So really know know all the rules, know your options. Do your homework, and hopefully you will find a real deal. And going back to the airfare hook, uh, that I took advantage of that one time, and I think we've spoke before how I went way north to go way south. But now, mm-hmm. I, long as I book my air ticket 21 days in advance on American, that's who I have my mileage with, um, I could get a round-trip ticket domestically for $11.50. So I just do that now, and I just take other perks with the cruise line if they're offering the airfare deal or just mm-hmm. move on to a different deal and just you know exclude the airfare deal because I found that you're at their mercy when they're booking your air, right? Absolutely. And, and if, if I've been saying, um, if it seems like an exorbitant amount, well, what should you be paying really for like a mainstream cruise line, a per night DM just as a baseline? Mm-hmm. And you know, jump in here because um, I'm thinking, you know, anywhere from... 50 to $70 a night is pretty much an average price. I would think right? so. Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. you're doing a transatlantic, everything else is about, that's about on par. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking mainly like a seven night Caribbean mm-hmm. on say um, Carnival Royal, Norwegian, on maybe not the brand new ship, but that, that's about an average price. So if, you know, if you do the math and you do, you know, divide seven into whatever the total price is and it looks like it's $90 for an inside, mm-mm. Something is is not you know going right, so mm-hmm. I would run from that and uh, use that as a baseline maybe to when you're trying to figure out if you are getting a good deal. A couple of the deals, well, I don't want to say deals because they're not really deals, but promotions <laughs> I'll say that stuck yeah. out to me. Um, Holland America and Celebrity both have the twenty five dollar per person deposit, and mm-hmm. I did like Carnival's uh, two for one deposits as well on some of their bookings. But other than that, it's just the same old run of the mill. Like this Norwegian one is pretty much their Norwegian monthly deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was one sailing, and we were talking about Carnival, in uh, September of 2021. So this Mm -hmm. is stretching it. They've got this awesome 10-night Greek islands cruise on the legend. And I was using that as my baseline because I really thought it would be great. But for a solo traveler on an inside, it was over $3,000. And one other thing here, and we'll wrap this up. I've noticed that Norwegian has a lot of sailings on Norwegian Sky based out of Miami where they're waiving the solo or the single occupancy fee. So it's just – if it's, if your the rate is $99 a person, you're just paying 99 per person plus the tax. You don't have to pay that double. That's – I know I was actually pricing Norwegian Sky earlier today and came across that. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. If I could jump in with one more thing, if, if someone is planning a river cruise in Europe, mm-hmm. speaking of no single supplements, um, a lot of them, AMA and uh, I think Avalon are, or Uniworld also have no single supplement. And then over here in Alaska, um, Alaskan Dream Cruises is running a really good promotion too on their small ship out of either Sitka or Juneau. A lot of the niche cruises, I think, are coming up with some unique and, you know, honest promotions. If you have a listener question, we'd love to tackle it on the show, Doug at CruiseRadio.net. We've been talking with Sherry Laskin from CruiseMaven.com. Sherry, thanks for taking the time this weekend. I appreciate you. Oh, sure. Have a nice weekend, and I'll catch up with you next week. All right. So what do we have coming up here? We have Sky Princess is going to be christened down in Fort Lauderdale next Saturday. Going down there for that, just for the day, though. A couple of days later, flying over to Los Angeles for the inaugural and the christening of Carnival Panorama. That's going to be on December 10th. And the three-night cruise is going to happen on December 11th through December 14th. So a lot happening. And, of course, we just got back from MSC Maravilla and Norwegian Encore working on those videos and shows as we speak. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. We'll talk to you Thursday. Take care.